0: Join. And the podcast. a stick a stone it's the end of the road it's the rest of a stump it's a little alone it's a sliver of glass it is life it's the sun it is night it is death it's a trap it's a gun the oak when it blooms a fox in the brush a knot in the wood the song of a thrush the wood of the wind the cliff a fall a scratch a lump It is nothing at all. It's the wind blowing free. It's the end of the slope. It's a beam. It's a void. It's a hunch. It's a hope. And the riverbank talks of the waters of Mars. It's the end of the strain. It's the joy in your heart. Lo and um. Yeah. It's uh.
1: How dare you (laughs) come before me and sing the non original lyrics to one of the greatest Brazilian you, songs of I, all time. Do you
0: want me to to, to butcher the front dancing no, I'll Let's do jump. it. I, 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 yeah.
1: I'll, I'll do the chorus. I'll do the chorus. É yeah. um uh, passo, é uma ponte, é um sapo, é uma rã, é um resto de mato na luz da manhã, são as águas de marte fechando o verão e a promessa de vida no teu coração. Pow. I
0: love I love the, I love the original uh, so much. Uh, I love the archive from from about the original. I really love. Uh, the Waters of Mars. Hello. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, November 15th, 2009. Wait, sorry. Oh. We
1: just got, before we talk about Waters of, Mars, mm. I, Waters of Mars, What I just saw a list that said that Waters of Mars is the second best Brazilian song of all time. Mm. I desperately need to know what the top one is. So yeah. you're just going to have to bear with me for one second, because it might be a song you know, so... Let's make you the drum roll. Come on. You know, things are bad when Wikipedia sends you to a uh, archive.org <laughs> copy of a page. Oh, uh, it's construction by Shuku Bark. You don't know which mm. one that is. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Uh, he's like, a, he's a great guy, but... Mm. He's not, he, he doesn't have a lot of, um, as much crossover appeal as uh, Waters of March mm-hmm. has. Anyway,
0: mm-hmm. well, uh, um, go. Uh, November 15, 2009, written by Phil Ford, uh, Brum Brum Hong Kong, because uh, he, we're in the full Ford, uh, and Russell T. Davies as well, and written by Graham Harper. This is Graham Harper's last ever involvement. Maybe. I don't, I don't know if he, if he comes back for Sarah Jane. He might. In terms of the, the main show, this is, this is his, his farewell. What a farewell it is. Ooh, okay. The gist. So the Doctor arrives on Mars, okay? And there's a colony in motion. But oh, I was going to say,
1: and there's life on Mars.
0: There is. Say, hey, there's, Um, there's... He quickly realizes that it's the first human colony on the planet, led by Adelaide Brooke, uh, a.k.a. TC-14. And he recognises her and the other settlers because they they very famously die in mysterious circumstances on the exact day that he's chosen to visit them. At the same time, one of the settlers, who, side note, I only realised that he is like... I was watching Doctor Who Confidential uh, the episode about World War Three and Will ladine Sladeen had taken their helmet off and he was like, This is how you like activate like the claws on the costume. And that's where I learned that the guy who plays Andy Stone is like a monster performer for like a load of um, oh. episodes. He also played uh Kit Visto in Phantom Menace, which uh, you know, with with TC fourteen in this as well as you know, big big crossover. Um anyway, he eats a carrot. Um that's been uh, it's it's covered in like water and it possesses him and makes him like a, a weird kind of zombie. Um, and he's like, covered in water and he also possesses. Um, is 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 her character? Is she like a Keens in Dunk Twenty Twenty One? Is that her character's name? I've only seen that movie once. Um, who uh, the Maggie? She's she's in Dune. She plays is it a remember Is, it is she? D- She's the, the, what's her name? Her, um, is it kind? I think it's Kynes. Kynes? Keynes? I do um, Oh, she is.
1: Yeah. Uh, she plays Dr. L- I will not read this name. I'm so sorry.
0: Uh, is she it, also plays yeah, a gender
1: bent version of Professor Moriarty in Enola Holmes 2.
0: Mm, and yeah. I fell asleep
1: halfway through <laughs> that sentence.
0: Uh, Le- uh, Leah Kynes, yeah. Uh, and the other person it possesses is, of course, Mark Grantham. Um, they come for the randoms they, they, co- they come for the water um, the doctor like continuing to be like I gotta leave I gotta leave because he realizes that it's a fixed point in time which uh, something that Dalek also realized in 2008 when it saw Jung young Adelaide Brooke and was like I can't kill you I'm sorry um, but he still stays anyway and they learn that a microscopic organism called the flood Bypassed a broken filter in the system and infected their water supply, and now it plans to use the settlers to invade Earth and infect the waters of Earth. Um, the doctor decides to leave, but not before Adelaide like forces him to tell her why he's so jumpy, and he's like, "You all die," and inspires like your descendants to go out there and like establish new kingdoms and stuff. Um. However, as everything falls into like disarray and more people get taken, um, he heads back and he's like, I'm the last one. I'm ungovernable. You cannot take me down. And he, he actually saves Adelaide and two of the other crew members, including Gemma Chan. Um, Gemma Chan! Gemma Chan, who freaks out in the TARDIS, uh and almost has a breakdown, uh, which he should have because it must have been crazy. Um, but he basically. Not her future. He puts, like, in no. <laughs> <internals>. he puts the future in He puts the future in jeopardy doing this. Um, while the base explodes and kills the flood. And he calls himself the Time War Victorious, he's like. And the Time War Victorious. No one can tell me what the laws of Time are anymore because I control them and also I will make a t-shirt that has glow in the dark lore written on it. You can't stop me. Um, Adelaide's like horrified and she like, kills herself to fix the future. And the doctor's like Oh fuck. And he like collapses and he sees like a vision of Ud Sigma and he's like, am I meant to die now? And then he, he and goes Ud Sigma goes, uh, bye later. <laughs> See you later, bitch. <laughs> and he goes in the Taurus and he's like no, I'm not gonna die now. And he poof, and he runs away. Um
1: Yeah <sighs> Um, yeah. <laughs> before we do anything, I just want to share that the Wikipedia page for Waters on Mars has back uh, behind-the-scenes footage mm-hmm. uh, clearly filmed from a handheld phone uh, in, from 2009. It mm-hmm. is a 34-second footage of a guy spraying snow in front of the TARDIS. You do not see any actors. You do not see any actual filming. It is 34 seconds uninterrupted <laughs> of the guy spraying snow in front of the TARDIS. Um, and the thing is, the footage contains such, like, Beauty hidden in it because I I just keep wondering, like, what was that? What was that? What was the person who was filming this thinking? Because it Mm -hmm. probably had like had like one of those really like freaking, um, you know, weird like two thousand nine phones that film things in like a little square. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. I just just like a weird, uh, just like a weird flashback to life. I also, like how oh, used to be in 2009. <laughs> anyway, um, Can I also say, what was say I a saying? Weird,
0: a weird flashback as well, just before we continue. Um, this is very important information to, to share with you. Um, yeah, this, this is set nine years after the events of K9 regeneration. Uh, anyway, um, continue. What the fuck are you yeah, talking K- about? K- K9 takes place in 2050 and this takes place in 2059.
1: Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Don't you dare, don't you, don't you dare come into my house and tell me these things about K-9. God damn it. Anyway, uh, what was I going to say? What was I going to say? Uh, da- damn it. David, you, you distracted me. I lost my. All right. So what was I going to say? Yeah. What i are going to say is uh, I had never seen this episode before mm-hmm. and years of knowing people and people telling me you should watch waters on mars did not make me uh, want, uh watch the episode uh now i have finally seen the episode and uh, it's great it's really really good uh i'm not gonna i'm not gonna like surprise anyone with like a i actually hated it here's the one thing i will say against it though i think This episode suffers from a problem that I don't have a name for, but it's something I feel I've seen a lot, happen a lot, which is not really a problem with the episode in itself. I think the episode in itself is fantastic. There's nothing wrong with the episode itself. The problem is where this episode stands in relation to the rest of the show. I feel like when people bring this episode up, it's like, oh, man, if you're going to watch one episode of Doctor Who, this is the best. This is one of the best ones. And it's like, you're not wrong, but also the reason why this episode really works is because it exists in contrast to 50 ish years of doctor who that came before it, you know, like the reason why those final five to 10 minutes are so just like unsettling is because you have seen Vandy variations of the doctor being put into similar situations and then being forced to accept that sometimes they can't change time or figuring out a way to like save one or two people. But this is like when he comes back into the the spaceship there's this one moment where Adelaide looks up at him Adelaide is I say her name mm-hmm. yeah she looks up at him and he looks down and he smiles and you're like oh no 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 no, no. <laughs> like fuck go back go back mm-hmm. and even even Adelaide like realizes it cuz she immediately like shakes her head no like no this is actually this is bad and i feel like that's that's that only works if you if you know what the show usually is like to mm. me this episode is like the paintball episode of community it's a fantastic episode and i don't blame anyone um if they put this in on, on the on a top their top 10 but i feel like the reason it works is because you have to like know what the show usually is like because it's kind of a break from tradition but that's just kind of like a meta thing uh, that's a personal thing i mm. always think about this a lot Like. You know, I feel like that's one of the magics of television because that's one of the, television is one of the few mediums where by the nature of how it works, you can kind of respond, a show can respond to itself,
0: mm-hmm. or
1: a show can like exist in contradiction to itself. So, yeah, that's what I'm like, yeah, that's why I'm like, I love this. Mm-hmm. Really good. Really, really good. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, a part of me is like uh, uncertain about to uh, about like saying that it's like the best episode of tenth Doctors. Mm. Run.
0: Mm. What I what I like about that on that note is that um, it's kind of like the toxic manifestation of his whole like ethos, because mm-hmm. like you think about like you know never cruel or cowardly, never give never give in, you know the whole the whole thing, this is, like, that stretched to, like, its most destructive and toxic like, level because, like, uh-huh. he he has a split second, like, okay, I'm not going to give in I'm going back, but, like, in doing so like, he clearly, like, des- destroys everything, like, you get, like, that sense of, like, um, the thing that really struck me um, is the parallel, and it gets referenced a lot, the parallel to Fires of Pompeii um, in like various, various ways. One, like the literally references, like references, you know. Yeah, Pompeii. The act like is like, imagine you found yourself somewhere, I don't know, Pompeii. Imagine you were in Pompeii. What the hell's that got to do with it? And you tried to save them, but in doing so, you
2: make it happen. Anything I do
0: just makes it happen. Like you can see him breaking through the entire episode of him being like, you know, I can't keep doing this. I can't keep, you know showing up in places and having to like, you know, step back because uh, you know, I can't interfere. And you get that you get that kind of I don't know if it was intentional, but like the bit where he comes back in after the explosion is, you know, he's like bathed in this in this light, you know, you see him like like walk in, it's like a mirror of the bit in First of *Pompeii* where he opens the door. Like he comes back in the *Matthias* and he opens the door. It is. It is like, actually. Yeah, and like you know, he reaches out. He says, "Come with me." It's like a, it's like a nice little call. but I think it's like you know, it's him taking the wrong lessons from that. I think. And, okay. like you even at that moment, I'm, I'm zooming about the place. I'm, I'm, I'm like gadget. I'm zooming around the place. Um, I'm gonna get the gadgets. i know about gadget. Um, it's like, it's, it's, you know, there's that moment where, like, I, a lot of people, like, rag on the Dalek flashback because everyone's like, oh, just because, you know, they have to have a Dalek scene in every single episode because of Terry Nation, blah, 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 blah. Even though Stephen Moffat was like, that would be the stupidest deal in the history of television. It existed. Like, it doesn't exist. There's no Dalek deal, you know like mm-hmm. even if like a, like a dalek it's like it's like being like you know i can't kill you because even though i know you're too important to like yeah kill and he still goes and like stops he still goes and like does that it's like a I,
1: real thing about that scene there's two things I love about that scene. One, I, I desperately will I will make it after the after this recording. Mm-hmm. I want a gif of the of the Dalek silently flying away, <laughs> which is just such a funny image. But mm-hmm. also, I love that scene because you have this moment that's terrifying, and then after she goes like, "I had to go after him," and then the doctor's like. For revenge? And then she's like, no, why would I do that? And you're like, mm-hmm. oh, shit. From yeah. that moment, that was the moment I went like, shit, she's gonna die, isn't she? And I actually, like, that's such a, it's such a smart decision to wait until, like, after that moment. Not even that moment, like, like two scenes after that is when he finally reveals they all die. I mean, you know they're all gonna die, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. But it's not until that moment that you, that you clock the whole, like, oh, she needs to die so that people can, like, be inspired by her mm. actions. Is it? Is it, the, is it this episode? I'm sorry. Uh, I watched Dreamland right after this, so it kind of superseded a bit of my recent memory. Is this the episode where it's like, we're not, I'm not a ghost. You're talking to me. I exist right now. Like, stop talking to me like I'm a ghost.
0: I think so. Um, the, the, the bit that got me is that uh, it's when he's talking to her about, like, you know, you, you. Like you have the legacy to continue the way like he he like frames like her horrible death and their horrible deaths as like something beautiful to like you know where he's like this is your consolation for dying like the world continues and like you can tell that, like even then like you can tell that both he is you know he's so upset by having to say that but also he's got like a weird kind of glint in his eye it's a really mm-hmm. like, it's a really like I think great moment um like there's like. I think I think this is his best performance. Um, tenant as 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 Doctor Who, um, there's so many moments that like really like the fact that like he can leave any mo- and this is like scripting as well. The fact that he can leave at any moment, but like he continues making excuses to like stay is just like you, like the, I, I think like I don't know. It's just a great. Great, like, characterization, I think. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I just like, I, I just love that, like, there's so much of this that, like, you know, this is him at his lowest, but he doesn't realize it until, you know, someone dies because of him that he realizes, mm-hmm. okay, I've actually, you know, I've, 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 like, I've gone way too far right um, yeah it's just and like, it's such a it's
1: such <laughs> a culmination i really get i you know what i watching this episode i really get how moffat then on day of the doctor said you know what let's just bring back the time lords because this is like the last drop you can squeeze out of he is the last of the time lords because mm-hmm. it's the logical culmination of that idea where it's like okay you're the last one and you've been sad, and you've been mourning, and you've been grieving it, and you've been using it as like a, like a, a name tag thing. Hi, hello, I'm the last of the Time Lords. And this is the natural conclusion, which is when you go, oh my god, I'm the last one. There's no one else here to like tell me not to do stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. So fuck you, I'm going to do whatever I want. And mm-hmm. that's, like the, that's, the, that's, the, that's the thing. That's the moment where... I feel like that's the moment when... Uh, when Moffat went, we are bringing back the Time Lords because it's like we've 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 taken we've taken everything we can take from this concept of, of him being the of the Doctor being the last one. Mm-hmm. So, and I feel like if I had to watch Waters or Mars, I would have been much more okay with that happening in Day of the Doctor than I was when that actually happened. I was very I remember when I watched The Other the Doctor, I was like, oh, it's kind of weird that they bring, bring him back. But now I'm like, you know what? Yeah, fine,
0: let's mm-hmm. go, let's do it. It's interesting as well. That uh, that that next, the next episode—it's it's interesting. The next episode is also the Time Lords are back. Yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, I love Gadget.
0: Mm-hmm. Why Gadget. did Gadget
1: not be <laughs> Gadget? Gadget. I love a robot that says has a catchphrase. Why <laughs> did Gadget not become uh, be the of Doctor's best mm-hmm. friend? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably because <laughs> as I read it up, the prop kept breaking every time. <laughs> Which is like, of course, of mm-hmm. course, it kept breaking every time. You can't have anything in Doctor
0: Who. Mm-hmm. Um, I like how when gadget goes like, really fast, uh, Roman starts like freaking out as well.
1: Yeah, like t- like <laughs> like. Oh. I I love that moment. I love that it comes back, but my favorite scene has to be when he's walking away and just hearing all these characters one by one Mm
2: -hmm.
1: being dying. Mm -hmm. I love that so much because it's such a good scene. Mm -hmm. It's so well done and so well developed and genuinely like heartbreaking, Mm -hmm. all things considered. Like, like it's just, these are the characters, and you've spent enough time with them to be like, okay, like I get, I get their vibes, and then to just watch all of them one by one, like get get consumed, and of course, the the saddest infection moment is when, um, what's her name, Definitely fucking, yeah, when she's in the room and mm-hmm. it's, and the last thing she does is see her child's uh, message. Mm-hmm. You don't hear what it says, but you pick up some words in German, mm-hmm. like, Mutter, and then you just see it from behind. I feel like really well-directed, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, great job, Graham. Mm-hmm.
0: Great job. Um, Yeah. let gonna, gonna say the other, the other step you have seen, I think, about a lot, is when they're on the roof and, like, and she's, she's, like, freaking out saying like, they're on the roof and, like it, like, it pulls focus, like, the doctor behind her, like, mouth it like, they're on the roof with her. Uh huh. And you can see, like, he's in, like, so much pain as well, but, like, he can't, he, he can't like step in to like, you know, do anything yeah. about that. He has to, like, he's just sit there and walk. like he stands there and he watches them all like freak out and die. And then he has that scene of him walking away and then, you know, realizing, okay, I, I, I can go back because there's no one stopping me from going back and, and, you know, doing all this.
1: Mm hmm. Uh, I'm je- I'm generally like, is this the best base under siege story of the revival? Mm-hmm, I can't I think, think. Of, I can't think of another one that's like as good as this. Mm, I think it is, I and I love base under siege stories. Mm-hmm. Like whenever I see a Doctor Who episode and it opens on like a gray corridor and there's people with uniforms I'm like here we fucking go. I love base under siege, but this is probably mm-hmm. the best one. Maybe it's because they have more time to develop the characters. Mm -hmm. But also because, like, every death, quote-unquote death, feels meaningful. You know? Everyone's Mm -hmm. got, like, one little line that when they die, you just go... Like, when the captain sacrifices himself, like, see you later, that's such a good scene. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or when she silently starts the bomb and... And Gemma Chan and the other guy are like, "What are you doing? Like, just yeah. what? I, that's such a good scene."
0: Uh, and like the the Romans one where he's like, "One drop got on me. I'm I'm completely fucked now because like I got hit by one drop." Um, I guess like even Andy Stone with his carrot, you know. Andy mm-hmm. Stone chewing on the carrot, and um, of course Mark Grantham. Doctor Mark Grantham, sorry, um. And his his death. I don't know. I yeah. think it, yeah, it's just like, I, it's it's just and I, and I know it's like basic storytelling, but it's so smart to like prioritize the crew members over the flood because you can easily mm-hmm. see a version of this where like the flood is like you know they keep, they keep cutting back the flood and the flood's doing this and yeah that. yeah 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 they yeah, yeah really would, merge, exactly you know, what you mean yeah whereas here you get like so much time to like you know you you get a, a sense of like their you know their interpersonal lives and like yeah. their personalities and like their their whole character. You know, it's you so, actually
1: yeah. you you actually forget about the flood. Mm, one of them. You you forget about one of them. And so the 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 one that gets infected and gets trapped in the uh medical room. Mm. Which by the way, so refreshing to see a story where they're like quarantine. Mm. No 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 <laughs> quarantine. quarantine. Yeah. Immediate quarantine. And it's like because, like, the only other time I remember seeing that is in Alien, where they mention a quarantine, but they immediately break it. Mm-hmm. So, it's kind of useless. But even then, I'm like, oh, pretty nice. They actually respected quarantine rules. But the reason uh, I bring it up is because that one, you forget about her. And then when the guy who's the, the co-captain who's in the ship gets infected, she just shows up out of nowhere and infects him. you're like, fuck, I forgot about her, right? Mm-hmm. There's, like, three of them. And so, it's such a, like, a nice
0: surprise mm-hmm. and like
1: yeah it's, I, know, I i i yeah go ahead go ahead sorry
0: no it's, it's just like it's it's just so clever it's so like well structured and like you know y- you really get a sense of you know personality and the performances as well are, as well are all like so great um Lindsay duncan as adelaide is just like yeah just so good uh um, let
1: me ask you a question about her yeah how far away do you think we are from Big Finish doing a box set where it's Time Lord Victorious and her?
0: Um, I think very far away. I think David Tennant is probably done with Big Finish for now. Um, they would have done Kareem. Oh, Kareem, uh, Kareem, uh, Kareem, yeah, Victoria, of course. That, no,
1: no, no. You're you're just... This is a lie. You're lying to yourself.
0: You, you know David is Jacob, not done. I, I, it's either that or Jacob Dugman's going to come back and be like... Hello, and the Ten Doctor. Uh, doing his his, his <laughs> performance as 10 is pretty much just, you know, when 10 is like, well, he does it kind of vocal. Well, yeah, 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 yeah vocal fry. Drummond's do- well. performance is like 100% vocal fry. I have no idea how he says vocal of course left because it's just a completely vocal fry. Um, I think if they're going to do that, they would have done that during... Time of Victorious, which we should talk about. The Time of Victorious event because um, this I, is the origin w- of that. This is the origin of that. I've read, um, I read the first novel, which is actually, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you, the first novel is actually surprisingly pretty solid. Um, the villains are like really interesting. The idea, like the concept, I think is really interesting. Um, Brian the Ood is a hoot in the holler and delight. Um, he's he's, he's you know, Brian the Ood. He's the oud. he actually actually is quite interesting um the Dalek I've, I've I've read that this the second novel I haven't read, but it's always on sale so you know it's got to be good um the Dalek TV show which I think we should watch because it's like half an hour long um, it's how how
1: much worse is it than um k9? Canine.
0: Uh, it's fine. Canine. Um, it's fine. The like, Dalek TV show is really just like the Daleks are trying to figure out like what's there's like this thing targeting them. They want to figure figure out what it is. So they like it chased them around the universe while they're trying to like figure out like how can we destroy this, this, this thing. As far as I know, it, it only kind of leads into like some other. Pro- it's a very, I don't know. It's a very strange event. Um. Bits and pieces happen. It's, 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 it's no dooms day. Um, doom comma S, that's sorry uh, Doom do my day. Um, but it's fine. I, I, th- I think it's an interesting concept. I think it's an interesting, um, little event. It's, it's getting reduced in price, like the comics and the novels and stuff. So and it's only two novels. You only have to read up the two novels and like you can have the the whole picture. Um, yeah, <laughs> no. Um, I mean, speaking of novels, uh, I have a literary corner if you want to to talk into my literary corner of the yeah go yeah so I read the target novelization of this um, in in, in the preparation for this and Yes, li- tell me tell me
1: tell me yeah. tell me tell me I want to know Wait, so
0: so here are some here are some different things and here are some additions and subtraction stuff okay. So the first one is it opens on and this is a thing I don't know how many target ones you've read, but this is a the thing they, they they keep doing where like, it opens on the villains arriving, like the witch Founders one has the one where like, you know, the, the Morax get imprisoned. This one mm-hmm. has the flood arriving on Mars. Um, and they arrive on like, they, they, they're embedded in like asteroids that come from like a dead planet from like way, way far away. And they like a collide with Mars. And then they get, honestly fruit, like they get, they're in, they're in Mars. Um, the other thing, the next point is as I, um, so you will remember in, Planet is he gonna? Ed, is,
1: this, is this not going to make me want to read the story? Cause I kind of, I kind of want to read it.
0: I'll, I'll keep up the, the more spoilery aspects of it. Well, there's, there's one I want to, I want to say to you cause there is one bit, actually no, I'll leave, I'll leave the deleted scene out, even though the lead scene, I think is really interesting. Um, there's one bit, I don't remember in plan the dead where, um, uh, the the whole he will knock four times stuff which by the way um zombie Andy Stilton is really good comic timing because when you know when he's like he will knock that is four. that is a, such
1: a good bit that is
0: generally I don't hear any knocking knock knock, knock.
1: I don't um, think that happened every everywhere he went mm. like he like he he was waiting at a diner for some food and then somebody like knocked on the, the counter three times and he punched them in the face
0: no no um but in this uh, the doctor has a theory that Ud Sigma sent her that prophecy to try and get him to show up in the Ud planet, um, which does explain but it doesn't explain but like it makes his appearance at the end a bit more like you know he's really trying to get the doctor's attention right now. Um, mm-hmm. i'll I won't I won't delve into the Adelaide as a child stuff if you're going to read it um i will say there's a reference to lady gaga which one really threw my mind of like oh this is that's when that's set obviously and to maybe think of um snapped uh stream snapped on your podcast app of choice um do you want to know about the the deleted scene um thing that they have they added in here that um kind of expands on a concept in this or do you want to skip ahead from it because um Go on, go on, tell me. So there's a, there's a, there's a chapter. There's an entire uh-huh. chapter of this. That is, I think, I if I recall correctly, it's set after they go to the ice field. Where Adelaide's like, I want to show you this. Um, and she shows him this ancient totem covered in Martian language. And it turns out that Gemma Chan is actually a linguist. But they couldn't tell anyone that she was a linguist because it's, like, top secret. So, they like, they brought her along as, like, under the guise of she's, you know, whatever. Um but they want Gemma okay. to tran- translate this this text and the doctor's like, I know Martian I'll do it. Um and he reveals it's a warning from the last ice warriors on Mars who are like, We froze this thing under the ice, we had to leave Mars because it is like killing us. There's no way to stop it. If you like if you can read this, like leave Mars right now because we had to like, like, we we couldn't stop this. We had to leave. Like we had to leave our home because it was it was gonna kill us. And then he's like, well, you know, Adelaide, you kinda kind <laughs> fucked up here, Adelaide. Um they also like they make yeah. they make Ed, the the co captain Adelaide, much more of like uh, you know, will they won't they? They could have been a couple kind of thing. Um and also they have like this they have this whole thing at the end with like the survivors and stuff. Um there's also another thing where like um they they, they kinda of make a change I think is kind of interesting. Because you know, in the episode um when like the ice like the ice starts breaking, you know. And like yeah. it's um so in a novel that clarifies that they're trying to like mess with the atmospheric pressure in the base to basically like spread the water all over the place. Like all over the base. So they they have like, you know, they can just they don't have to like you know pursue whatever they can just back, um, um, and in the episode like they in the episode like they all scream but in like the book Steffi like her zombie knows how to like change the controls, so she goes over mm-hmm. and she starts like typing like all these controls to like change the pressure and do all that stuff. Yeah, but other than that, oh, the other thing as well is a, uh, I I I think this change is kind of silly, um. So in the episode when he like meets all of them, you know, we get the, the flashes of the BBC news website where like you know, Andy Stone died twenty fifty nine. Um, in the book, instead of it being like you know, because obviously you can't like novelize, you know, the Doctor remembered seeing a flash of the BBC news. Yeah. Um in in the book, uh, a past incarnation was in New York City and found a newspaper. Uh, that had a, a page about like uh, an article about like you know Mars colonists die in mysterious fashion and Doc's like I remember reading that newspaper and it said that you died uh, and that's how they address like him knowing they're all gonna they're all gonna die is that he read the newspaper uh, it doesn't say which inc- incarnation um, in my head I saw Hartnell so maybe William Hartnell was like hmm, yes Mars explosion <laughs> Yes. It's like, I,
1: I'll, I'll make sure to remember this but mm-hmm. not to get another flu link
0: <laughs> the flu link uh, maybe it's full of, of the flood um, it's a really good novelization sorry um, this just gave me a, a thought
1: sorry just mm-hmm. you mentioning harder right now which is the do- what's the doctor that's been in less multi-doctor stories I uh, think it's seven
0: right well, technically speaking...
1: Okay, so not, let's not count Big Finish in, in books. Like, if you talk-
0: don't, don't count Big Finish... If we count everything before us, because I know... Yeah, if you don't count comics or books... It's Seven. Is it Seven? Yeah, because seven, seven had... No, Seven's never, never... The only time Seven has been in the story with other Doctors is Dimensions in Time and Power of the Doctor. Exactly. Yeah. So it is seven. Um,
1: eight. It's not. It's not eight because uh, eight gets one more. Technically, night of the doctor is a multi doctor because at the end the war doctor shows well, up.
0: I mean, if you say that, then TV movie counts for seven as okay, well. Okay,
1: you're right. Good point. Yeah. Uh, so maybe it's tied between, between seven and eight. Anyway, hmm. sorry. Let's go back to seven, Waters on Mars. Um, I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna read this book. It sounds should. interesting.
0: It's, it's really good. It's a really good read. It's a really quick read. Um... It really does. It's that sweet spot of you know, it's gonna change some stuff. It's gonna clarify some stuff. It's gonna keep some stuff the same. Um, mm-hmm. It's good. It's it's great. Um, it's no gadget, gadget, but what is um, gadget, 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 gadget? Andy Stone. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like I, I really do love that. Like you know, and we spoke about it briefly on our Pompeii thing, but like, AAO, um, but like, like the, the way they treat fixed points in time and how like, you know, it becomes like such a thing of like, he clearly, he clearly like cares, but like, he doesn't care enough to be like, you know, I'm actually going to stick by my, my whole thing because it clashes with my whole, you know, moral code. Mm -hmm. Um, and again, like, the like, like the whole, like, the whole, the fact that he's, like, using Pompeii as, like, both a warning and an excuse. Yeah. And, like, in Pompeii, he was only saving, like, you know, one family, whereas here he's trying to, like, quench a volcano before it erupts. Yeah. And it's such, like, a, it's such a great, like, use of, like, you know, it's such a great way of, like, and it ties into you saying, like, you know, it it plays better if you have an idea of, like, you know, this is what this character usually is like. This is such a great deviation. Um, It plays so well, like them using that kind of like, you know, like er like, you as a viewer can like see the, just like the the gears turning in his head as he's going through this. It's such a great way of bringing us into like, into the whole uh, character and what he's doing. Um, It's such a great, you know, really great kind of way. Yeah. I don't know. Mm hmm.
1: I liked it. Sorry.
0: right, mm-hmm. didn't do know you, how to wrap
1: it up. <laughs> this episode you, is not officially yeah. five minutes longer than our Dreamline episode. So
0: mm-hmm. we did. We we went. We've we've been getting back to good lengths. I think after you know the whole twenty minutes.
1: Oh, this is like this is like a bomb. This is like mm-hmm. when when the Doctor Who theme opened. I was like, we're back. We're back after so many uh, after K Nine and Sarah Jane and all that mm-hmm. shit. Mm. it felt like it felt like being welcome back
0: Mm -hmm. well the good news for you is that what we have left is but you know let's say let's say first next time
1: Haunted. now release the child oh. by order of the high council of raxus prime you are charged with crimes against the state fraud theft high treason the penalty for each is death it's him you want he made me do it please no i'm innocent
0: what we have left is we have the gift which is our their Jane finale, um, and the wrap up. Um, then after that we'll have Dreamland, and then we have the end of time, and that's us for 2023. So we're
1: so close we, to say. St- when do we
0: start, tenant? We start tenant um like two, two years ago. I think. Fuck! <laughs> if we are I'm, gonna spend four years on
1: Matt Smith, Actually, aren't
0: we? We know what 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 might be quote-unquote blessed relief to you, is that once we finish K9, um, we have one...
1: No spin-offs for a while.
0: Yeah, because we, oh. we have, like, the only spins we're, we're going to have is, like, we're going to have Miracle Day, and then that's Torchwood done. Um, after Miracle Day, we have, like, we have the one full season of Sarah Jane, and then that one three-episode season, and then we're done Sarah Jane. And after that, it's just class, and, like, you know, if we do redacted or Daleks or if we do Nolly because Nolly technically is now set in the same universe. Um we after that after that it's just it's just Matt Smith and Capaldi and Jody and David Tennant. Should sure he get one?
1: And David Tennant again. Mm. He's back it's for gonna, the fourth time. He, <laughs> he's playing I'm just saying like he comes back. <laughs> Shuji regeneration i i i i i mean they should not do this, but it'd be really funny if like the doctor shootie's regenerating oh here we go, and then it's named for tenant again it goes, no 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 no, <laughs> <laughs> and immediately just waits for his energy regeneration like not again, not again, not again, <laughs> oh um, I love the idea that he just keeps coming back,
0: yeah he 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 can't keep the other doctors on. are
1: like for the love of God. <laughs> leave he's like oh i'm back i'm back (laughs) we should um uh by the way uh sorry go ahead go ahead i
0: was gonna say i was gonna pitch to you that we should cover um tales of the tardis as well
1: we should we should good um Uh, yeah
0: it'll be like (laughs) 2035
1: yeah it'll take so fucking long but we'll do it uh, I, I'm telling you so. The before we wrap this up, the AV club just uh put out a top 15 David Tennant's best Doctor Who moment list.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, do you want to guess what episode is not in
0: in here? Wars on Mars,
1: exactly. But you want to guess which episode is in here? Uh, of the damned.
0: Damn. Ugh. What number is Ed that? Add two
1: for claw, they're 15 uh, or 14. The uh, number one moment is. The doctor doesn't want to go. End of time, part two.
0: Oh uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean,
2: yeah, I don't know.
0: I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that. What 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 tooth? What tooth and claw moment is? uh
1: The doctor pretends to be Scottish.
0: Zombie AV, AV club. That was written by ChatGPT as well. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Um. If, uh, yeah, we should. Um,
1: was this made by ChatGPT?
0: Let's see. No, it
1: was made by a person.
0: Oh, uh, what was her name? John AI. <laughs> <I don't know.
1: laughs> their name was. Their, their, their name is Ch- Chateau, uh, Gale uh, Petra uh, t- Town. <laughs>
0: um, let's we'll we'll go out on the original uh, waters of Mars. March. Okay, cause I, I knew it was going. Not before this, I was like, I'm going to mess up. I'm going to say Wars of in March instead of Wars of Mars, and I, I did the wrong thing. Um, I'm going to go and listen to Billis Manger versus the War doc, the War Master. Nice. Um, I'm looking forward to hearing to hearing Derek. We say Billis Manger, and then Billis Manger say, most. "Whoa,
1: whoa, D- David! We just skipped the most important part of this episode." What? Lindsay Duncan was the voice of TC-14?
0: I said TC-14 at the start, thank you very oh, much.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, I, <laughs> for, I didn't hear it. Um, I could have I, said... I was too busy looking yeah, at other
0: things. <laughs> I could have said the her other big role, which we all remember as the insane critic character in Birdman, the film Birdman, starring Birdman. I
1: don't remember much about Birdman, I'm uh, sorry. She
0: has that one scene in Birdman where it is like... That is a movie I don't particularly care for or dislike, but there's a, a scene in Birdman where uh, she's like talking to Michael Keaton and she's like, I can destroy you because I'm a critic and I'm a critic, so my job is to destroy all art. And Michael Keaton's like, hmm yes, that's correct. And he walks away and then Edward Norton's like, you know, you critics, you destroy art. She's like, yes, I do. That's my job. I'm a critic and Edward Norton's like, mm mm-hmm. and he walks away, and um, it's very embarrassing. Um, the one but, thing I
1: remember about that movie is, the two things I remember about that mm-hmm. movie, the number one is uh, him, him naked, mm-hmm. walking outside. Mm-hmm. I remember that. The other thing is that scene where, I think it's Edward Norton goes into this whole speech about how he was abused as a child, and then it turns out he's just, like, making that shit up. Mm-hmm. He's like... I've told you I'm a good actor. I remember being like, what the fuck? <laughs> that was really funny,
0: actually. <laughs> it's a strange, 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 strange movie. Um, but yeah. Uh, a Stick of Stone modic. Bye.
2: Bye. É o resto de toco, é um pouco sozinho, é um caco de vidro, é a vida, é o sol, é a noite, é a morte, é o um laço, é o anzol, é peroba do cão, é o rol da madeira, é uma tita pereira, é madeira de vento, da é um mistério profundo, é o queiro ou não queira. É o vento ventando, é o fim da ladeira, é a briga, é o vão, festa da comida. Chuva chovendo, é conversa ribeira Das águas de março, é o fim da canseira É o pé, é o chão, é a mastradeira Passarinho na mão pedra de atiradeira É uma ave no céu, é uma ave no chão É um regato, é uma fome é um pedaço de pão É o fundo do poço, é o fim do caminho No rosto o desgosto, é um pouco sozinho É um estré, é um Amanhã é o tijolo chegando É a lenha, é o dia, é o fim da pecada É a garrafa de cana, estilhaço na estrada É o projeto da casa, é o corpo